Hi, friends. You are listening to the EntreEd Talk podcast, where we feature amazing educators and entrepreneurs showcasing how you can bring entrepreneurship into the classroom. We believe entrepreneurship is for everyone. I am your host, Toy Hirschman, and I am so glad you chose to join me on this journey. Let's go. All right. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the EntreEd Talk podcast. I am your host, as always, Toy Hirschman, and oh, my friends, you are in for a treat today. We are so fortunate to have back on the show Brian Weisfeld. Brian was on the show before when he wrote his first book, The Startup Squad, and now he is thrice, is that right? Thrice the author of his third book called Party Problems, and it's the third in a series I won't say any more because I would rather him introduce himself and tell you more about his book series. And then we're going to talk to you guys about a really cool offer that we have for our audience and schools. We did interview Brian all the way back at episode nine. So I'm going to have him kind of go over his background again because that was a while ago. So welcome back, Brian. Thank you so much for, for being here today. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess I'm thrice an author and twice a podcast guest. Yes. Just checking off all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, my background, just to start from the beginning, I, I've spent my career helping entrepreneurs scale and build their businesses. Um, so I was part of a three-person team that bought IMAX, the giant screen movie theater company in the early 1990s, and helped to turn that into um, the company that it is today. And then I moved from New York out to Silicon Valley about 13 years ago now to be the chief operating officer of coupons.com. And I helped them grow from a, a hundred, hundred person startup to a um, $150 million a year company that was getting ready to go public. Um, but I've got two daughters. And so while I was looking for the next company to help grow and scale, I uh, watched my older daughter when she was eight, try to sell Girl Scout cookies and run a charity bake sale with a ton of enthusiasm, but no idea about how to actually market and sell a product. And uh, then about a month later, I was reading books with my girls on a Sunday morning, and I just got tired of all of that lowest common denominator marketing to girls. I had just, I had read one too many Pink Princess Fairy Rainbow Unicorn books. And so um, those two events combined in my brain to give me the inspiration to write a novel series to get kids, mostly girls, uh, interested in entrepreneurship, to get them excited about opening up that first lemonade stand or bake sale and start to think like an entrepreneur. And I spent years learning how to write, uh, which was a, 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 another podcast story entirely. If I, actually, if anyone wants, I did a TEDx. You just search on TEDx Weisfeld, you can get some of the, some of the stories of, uh, and the misfortunes I had while I was trying to learn how to write this series. Uh, but we've now released, this is the third book in the series. And um, the books are structured in a way that both combine literacy as well as entrepreneurship and give you tips. And I can give you more detail about how the books are structured, but we're really excited to be releasing this uh, third book in the series. This is awesome. I'm so excited for you because it was like a, a real struggle to get that first one. And now you're just, <laughs> you got it now. These books are so cool. Tell us a little bit about the, the audience that you're targeting that would be more most likely to read these books, like the age and grade level. Yeah, certainly. We're the, I would say uh, the age level is anywhere from seven to 14, depending upon reading level. So we generally target second to sixth grades. Um, I would say second graders only because at the end of the school year, hopefully they're reading at a third grade level anyway, but third to sixth is really the sweet spot. 
And um, the way it's they're structured is I describe them as uh, part inspiration, part asp part information, and part aspiration. So there, it's a novel series about four sixth grade girls whose class is in the first book. They're going on a field trip to the local amusement park and to raise money for the trip. All the kids get put into teams, and each team has to start a competing lemonade stand. And whichever team wins, win, um, gets the uh, get, gets the the VIP tickets. and gets to go to the front of the of the line. And in the second book, these girls are selling T-shirts to raise money for uh, one of their brother's bands. And in the third book, Party Problems, which is coming out in May, um, one of the girls decides to uh, get a job designing invitations for a wedding. And it turns out the wedding planner gets sick and she gets put in charge of running the whole wedding, hence the name Party Problems. And so the books themselves are actually, the narrative itself is very light on the business stuff and much heavier on the school issues and family issues and friend issues that you'd expect in a novel written for these, this grade. Um, but what we do in the back of the book is we then have um, a nonfiction section where we draw from the narrative and we give the kids tips. So we'll say, hey, do you remember when the girls were making a big sign for that lemonade stand? Well, that's actually called marketing. And here are some marketing tips you can use for your business. And so in Party Problems, um, we actually, uh, we talk about market research. We talk about how to turn one of your interests or passions into a business. And then we also talk about creating a business plan. And one of the nice things that we're doing is we are actually developing a business plan specifically for a business plan template for kids that people will be able to download off of our website. And so that's the information section. And the last part is we have an interview with an actual um, kid entrepreneur in the back. Because we want kids to realize that just because they're starting a, a, a small business and because they're a kid doesn't mean it can't turn into a big business. And so we have an interview um, in the back of Party Problems with a, a girl, a 15-year-old girl from Jacksonville named Simone Bridges, who um, is actually, she's amazing. She um, teaches stream concepts through baking. So she's a chef and she teaches these baking kits, but she always integrates science into everything she does. And she's also starring on a, in a new TV show that just launched on the BYU TV channel called Operation Awesome. So she's amazing. We've got an interview with her uh, about what it's like to be uh, be a kid entrepreneur. That's incredible. How did you find her? So we on our website, as I mentioned, you know, the books are for a co-ed audience. Almost all the speaking that I do to schools and libraries is to co-ed. Um, but our focus is primarily on um, getting the word out about some of these girl entrepreneurs. And so on our website, we've got videos now of, I think, over 80 girls between the ages of six and 17 who all run their own business. And um, Simone is one of the girls that we've known um, for a couple of years now, and we're excited to be able to, to profile her and, and help share her story. That's awesome. That is incredible. And I love how you have that, that piece that makes it really easy for teachers to use your books in class. It's like, it's, it's all in one place. And a lot of times we talk to teachers and when they're doing something with entrepreneurship, they're not really sure because they're not identifying as entrepreneurs. So they're not really sure where to go to get and what's the right information. And so that's really helpful. Can you talk a little bit about some of the kinds of questions that you like framing questions that you have at the end of the books? Yeah. So we have on our um, actually on the website, we have a teacher's guide that has discussion questions for uh, for each of the three books. And it also has the common core alignment. And one of the things that I always like to say is, uh, first of all, you're right. I think for a teacher that doesn't know entrepreneurship, it could be intimidating. 
But what's nice about this is that um, there, it's a the, the book's an easy read for an adult. It's probably about a two, two and a half hour read. And all the business concepts that we talk about are embedded in that narrative. And then we have the nonfiction section in the back that tells them everything that, that, that they need to know. Um, what I also like about this is what I've found is while you can explain to a kid what a business concept is, like uh, you know, marketing, they may or may not remember it. But if you if they read a fun story about a girl who made a sign for her lemonade stand that was so big, she couldn't even carry it down the street. And then you explain that's marketing. Well, now you've combined that left and right brain thinking, and that is going to stick. And so that's why a lot of the work that we do is with existing entrepreneurship programs um, where kids will read the book just as, and then the, the, um, the educator or the program will use the scenes in the book to reinforce the business topic that they're trying to explain. That's perfect. I can see how this would be really, it would, that would be really helpful for a teacher to be able to use. Also share uh, what, <laughs> what your website is so that they know. And we'll put it in the show notes too, but we haven't, I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Yeah, so the, the website is thestartupsquad.com. And actually on social media, we, on all social media platforms, we are at the Startup Squad. And so on thestartupsquad.com, um, we have information about each of the books. We have a tab called Stuff You Need that has teacher's guides and activity kits and programs and things that you can do in the classroom, as well as some other book recommendations. We have our Girl CEO Gallery, where we have these videos of 80 plus girls. And so that's another thing that I think the schools have done um, is a lot of times they'll just show a video about these ama you know, amazing girls that have started their own businesses because that helped the kids, one, realize that just like them, there are people, kids out there that are starting their own business, but also to give them some inspiration for businesses that they can start. Um, and so, yes, there, there, there's a ton of resources and we're always adding more. I love that. A lot of times when you talk about when kids, especially hear the word entrepreneur, if they've ever heard the word at all, it's like these big ideas, these, you know, Oprah, <laughs> you know, Branson, Zuckerberg, these like, and those are great and great things to aspire to, but it's so far apart from where they are. So to be able to have some concrete examples of, oh, this person's like, is kind of like me, you know, same age, same great, that kind of thing. It's so, it could be so inspiring for, for young girls, young boys, anyone to go look at those. And, and I can see also, I'm thinking my, my wheels are turning how teachers could use those, those interviews too, in the classroom as they're, as they're going through the book. Um, I know yeah. in, in elementary, you like, you'll take a book as a teacher and you go through it and dissect it as you go. And this is a wonderful um, a wonderful book series to use for that and, and really pull out some of those awesome concepts. And, and to your point on that, the about, you know, how it can be something really simple. I think we've got videos of about six, six different um, girls that started with a lemonade stand and now they are bottling and selling their own lemonade or, um, you know, winning a national contest. There's a, there's two girls from actually from um, Louisville, Kentucky, that um, started with a, uh, as part of the Lemonade Day program, and they started with the lemonade stand, and then they switched and they started making lemon and fruit themed products. And they actually got some of their products into the swag bag that they gave out at the Emmys two years ago. Oh my gosh. Um, and all, again, it all started from a lemonade stand, but they just gradually evolved into now they run this business called Ula Lemon, 
And um, they, they, I think they had, it was a, a, a dog collar and a dog leash with little lemons on it that made it into the Emmy swag bag. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? Oh, that had to be so exciting for them. Oh, that's so neat. Um, yeah, well, you know, on our podcast, we interview, you know, we interviewed you, we interviewed some great entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial thinkers. And I mean, I think it's like 95% of the time they all started when they were younger. Like you have a great, you have a great story about starting about gummy bears. <laughs> we all started. If you guys, you guys have to go listen to episode nine. It's, it's really incredible. Um, but just starting kind of with what, what, you know, mowing lawns, selling gummy bears in school, probably that was, could have got you in a lot of trouble too. <laughs> um, you know, or the lemonade stand, but it's just that, it's just that experience with entrepreneurship in any, in any capacity that gives you that kind of that fever of, oh, you know, I actually built something. I did something and, and it, and it either, whether it was successful or not completely successful, like those girls pivoted and changed their kind of their theme, but it, it just builds this confidence and self-efficacy in you. And I, you know, that's the biggest thing for, for us at EntreEd too. We want, we want more things out there like your books that can really inspire young people to, to just give it a try. Cause you have nothing to lose when you're young, your parents are going <laughs> to catch you, you know, exactly, yeah. girls, gal cookies, lemonade, whatever it, gummy bears, whatever it happens to be. It's just those, those little experiences that, that make you start thinking, Oh, well, you know, maybe I want to be an entrepreneur someday. And it's not a, such a foreign, scary concept. It's something that is completely in my reach. And you only know that by experiencing it. Yeah. So, and so even if you've got no, even if they don't want to become an entrepreneur, I've just seen it with my own daughters, just how um, their comfort with risk and their comfort with failure and their self-confidence and their willing ability to talk to adults and just these life skills that they develop. From uh, from you know, I said a simple lemonade stand, of selling girls cookies, whatever it is. I you know, I feel so strongly that kids that have that entrepreneurial mindset and that have those skill sets, they will be more successful in life, regardless of the path that they choose. They'll be better doctors and lawyers and teachers and whatever they want to be if they have that mindset. And that's what we're all about. We don't need every kid to grow up to be an entrepreneur, but we want them all to grow up with that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah, that's exactly like we line up so perfectly on that <laughs> philosophy because that's exactly what we want at, from at EntreEd. And, um, you know, I tell people all the time, it's not our mission to make everyone an entrepreneur, but it is our mission to bring that mindset to everybody. Because even if you go and, you know, you have this mindset and you leave high school and go to college or don't go to college, but you you go into the work of the workforce and you have an employer as an employer, wouldn't you want to hire the person that has this technical skill you need, but also comes to you with leadership, perseverance, confidence, the ability to communicate? You um, you shared this amazing story about your your daughter going out with the um, with the Girl Scout cookies and had this whole nice setup, but just really didn't know what to do next. And that's kind of where we want to be able to you know just talking to adults. That's scary. Just selling things is, is kind of, it's, it's scary if you've never done it because you don't, what do I say? What do I do? So it really helps that mindset really helps to, to young people to start building those skills and com and a comfort level with those skills so that when they hit them in the real world, they're not as, they're not as scary. 
Yeah, and there's a there's a statistic floating around that something like 70% of the jobs that are the element today's elementary school kids will grow up to fill have not been invented yet. And so how do you how do you educate a kid to get prepared for a job that doesn't exist? You te- you got to teach them how to think, right? If they if they're comfort comfortable with risk and failure and can adapt to different situations and they're willing to learn, those kids will Right. The technical skills are easy, but if they've got that mindset, then they're going to be they're going to be more successful and it'll be easier for them to learn those technical skills and fit into these jobs that that we haven't even dreamed up yet. And that's, that's funny. Uh, when I talk to teachers, that's one of the I, I think the, the 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 percentage moves a little bit, but it's way high. And it's it's you know, how do you you can't just teach them. I mean, yeah, you need to know the fundamentals, but you can't just teach these kids some skill and say, this is going to be there because you, we don't even, we can't even dream up in our brains what it's going to be. Like yeah. it probably have something to do with machine learning, but it probably doesn't look anything like what we think it's going to be like. And so it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible, a little bit scary, but a little bit awesome statistic. So I want to, um, I want to ask you about the business plan template that you're working on, because that's really interesting to me. Um, business plans are scary when you just the word just sounds scared. <laughs> and I know that in in traditional entrepreneurship courses, that's usually the, the the final project or the you know, it's the outcome of, of and we've heard so many times from especially from universities that teach these entrepreneurship programs that a lot of the mindset gets lost in the business plan because you're so focused on this is the thing, this is my grade. Um, and so it just seems like a scary concept to have to write a business plan. So can you talk about how yours is gonna be different and, and, and kid-friendly? Absolutely. We've, so we, we've designed with the help of Macmillan School and Library Group, we've designed a, a number of different activity um, kits and programs for kids. And so we're following that sort of same template to make it kid-friendly and colorful and, and, and easy to follow. Um, but we don't want it to be overwhelming. We just want to create a place where kids can think through their business, right? I'm going to start a lemonade stand. Great. Why are you going to do it? What's, what's your goal with the lemonade stand? What's the why of why you're doing it? Who are your customers? Who are you going to go after? How are you going to come up with it? What, 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 what price are you going to set? Is there competition you need to think about? Do you have a slogan? Do you want to have, you know, what do you want to call your business and how are you going to get people's attention? It's just those simple, those basic simple concepts. And, um, you know, there, there's probably about a dozen different concepts and, but each of them is just, as I said, we, we've created just a fun template for them to do it. And some examples from other kid entrepreneurs and, and some, some other fun things. And um, it's just meant to help a kid think through some of those things. So when they start that first lemonade stand or they start that first business, you could use it for a more advanced business as well for the older kids, but it just helps them think through that. And we all love mistakes. We love, you know, we all learn so much from our mistakes and we want kids to, to fail and, and get back up again. But the more that they can plan, the more that they can think through some of those things and avoid those mistakes before they get started. So um, just like a lot of the other templates that we created for the uh, for, for teachers and students, this one will fit right in, and I think um, will be a very uh, you know a kid friendly way to to have a pretty comprehensive business plan. Awesome! I love that idea. I 
we we do um, student events, you know, when we were allowed to be in schools in person. <laughs> I miss so much. I miss those kids. Um, we we would do student events and, and, you know, sometimes kids have thought through the process, but then other, sometimes you'll ask kids, well, why did you price that that way? And they really don't have that. They haven't thought about that. You know, well, I'm going to sell lemonade for a quarter. Well, can you, you know, the, you know, think about if, if, if your mom's buying all lemonade, then maybe, but, <laughs> but, yeah. but if you had to, you know, generate enough revenue. So it's, it's a lot of kids don't think through that whole process and, and usually undersell. Um, I have a lot of pet rocks from some of the events and they were really underpricing. I got them very, very affordably. <laughs> yeah. And the, the big thing that we, that we try to talk about is figuring out your why, right? I mean, you're selling, you're selling lemonade. Uh, here's the, the, the perfect example of um, with, with my daughter. So my daughter um, goes to a summer camp up in Sonoma County, and it's her favorite place in the world. And about two or three years ago, the fires that ran through Sonoma burned the camp down. And so she wanted to do something to help. And so she had a lemonade stand. Uh, she set up a lemonade stand in our driveway and was selling brownies as well. And a woman came over and said, what are you selling? And she said, well, I'm selling lemonade and brownies. And the woman said, well, I'll take a, a cup of lemonade and give her a dollar and walked away. And I said to my daughter, I said, you know, you, you got to think about your why. That which is more important than your what. And she said, what are you talking about? And I explained it to her. And then a, a few minutes later, a, a truck pulled up and a guy came over and he said, hey, what are you selling? And my daughter said, well, my summer camp burned down and I'm selling lemonade and brownies to raise money for it. And the guy said, I'll take a lemonade and a brownie. And he gave her 10 bucks and said to keep the chain. That's it. That's the why, right? It's not the what. I'm selling lemonade and brownies. So what? So is everyone else but it's your why. And that's one of the things we work with kids on is, is come up with your why, because that's the thing that's going to make things most interesting. And actually, I, I share when I see, speak to school groups, I give them my number one lemonade tip of lem, number one lemonade stand tip of all time, which I'll share here, here right. which is if you're raising money for a cause, like my daughter was, don't set a price for your lemonade. So when someone comes over and says, hey, lemonade, great, how much is it? You say, well, I'm raising money for my summer camp, which burned down. So all the money goes to charity. So just pay whatever you want. And you'd be surprised the number of people that'll drop you a five or 10 bucks for a cup of lemonade, where if you were charging a dollar, you know, they would have, they would have um, just given you the dollar for it. Or if you just said a sign that said $10 for lemonade, they'd have been like, what are you kidding? The kid down the street selling it for a buck. But if you don't set a price and you've got a strong why, that's an absolute winner for a lemonade stand. That's genius. <laughs> I love that. And so, and it's the why too, where where that passion happens, isn't it? That's when Absolutely. you know why you're doing what you're doing and you care. That's where that's where passion comes in. We always everyone always talks about passion, especially in entrepreneurship, and it's very vague. <laughs> but it really just is being able to define why you're doing it and why you care. Yeah. So that's amazing. So let's talk about this awesome opportunity that we have. Everybody perk up because we're about to throw some stuff at you. <laughs> so Brian uh, is going to work with, uh, we're going to work together, Brian and EntreEd, and we want to be able to, um, we want to be able to donate the Brian's book, the Party Problems book to schools. 
And I will let you explain that whole process in more detail, but we are, we are going to set up, we we're setting up a, a place on our website where you can go and fill out an interest form. So um, we'll explain all of that after, but can you just tell, tell everybody what the deal is? Absolutely. So first of all, I, I'm a huge fan of, of EntreEd and um, everything the program does. I first met everyone and learned about the program, I think in the uh, conference back in 2018 in Pittsburgh. And just in the conversations I had with the educators there and the people um, at EntreEd, it just, uh, I always wanted to do something big with the group. And so I'm so excited to be able to do this. Essentially, what we are going to do is we are going to give away copies of our latest book, Party Problems, to any schools that are interested. And the way that we're going to do this is we are going to uh, go out and ask, tell people what, how wonderful EntreEd is and, and about the, these, these schools and kids. And we're going to ask people to make donations to EntreEd. And then any school that wants the book, just follow the, follow the link that Toil send you and sign up. And we will send you the books um, towards the end of May. And what we like about this is I know a lot of, a lot of the school years are ending around then. It's a great way to send kids off in the summer to say, you know, one, here's a book. So a way to keep, keep them reading over the summer, but also we're also going to have provide the digital access to the business plan. So when your kids walk out the door, you can say, Hey, if you want, go start a business this summer, here's a book to inspire you and a business plan to start to work on and off you go. And so uh, we're so excited about that, that you know, hopefully this summer is going to be a lot different from last summer. Kids can actually go out and, and start some of these businesses. And we want to be able to do that. We want to be able to support EntreEd. And we want to be able to just say thank you to all the educators. We know this past year, I mean, I see it with my own daughters. I can't imagine what it's been like to be an, ed be an educator for the last 12 months. And so um, the start on behalf of the Startup Squad and EntreEd, we just wanted to say thank you and give you these um, give you these books and these business plans to get these kids reading over the summer and inspired to start their own businesses. Yes, and this is such a great thing that that Brian is is doing for for schools. So again, um, we will have a link on our website, uh, and it'll be it'll be entreed.org/slash book donation. So if you are interested, and I'll put that in the show notes too, if you are interested, please go to that link and it'll just be a simple form to fill out. So we know how to get in touch with you and you know how many books you, you would like to have. And it'll be great. And like you said, it'll come out at the end of May and you'll have access to all those materials. And so there really is no design around how as an educator, you use the book, you might do the summer reading plan, you might have them read it and then start something in the fall. It, it really is up to, it's up to the educator in the school, how they do that, but it's such a wonderful opportunity. And we're so thankful that, that Brian is able to do this. So thank you so much. And, and I can't wait to see all the schools that sign up. That'll be really awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. And I can't wait to hear if these kids hopefully get, in, get inspired and, um, and, and start some amazing businesses that we can help spread the word about and profile on our website feature some that would be amazing and and again it's totally free for schools and educators so please do take advantage of this so this is this has been wonderful brian i really appreciate you coming back and i'm just i'm delighted that we can that we can do this partnership together so um is there anything else that you want to say before we kind of close it out for this episode 
I just want to reiterate again my thanks to all the educators out there uh, for what they've gone through for the past year, especially those with young kids at home that are dealing with, uh, you know, with their own kids while at the same time they're trying to educate everyone else's. Uh, it's been, you know, an awful year and hopefully, um, you know, we've all grown and become more resilient in our entrepreneurial mindsets from it. Uh, but I'm looking, uh, I'm excited to be able to end this year and, and kick off the summer and the school year with this giveaway program and um, uh, keep your kids reading and get them inspired to, to start a business. Yes. And I, I reiterate that as well. I just, I'm so thankful for all the teachers out there that have who had to, the learning curve was really steep with all of the technology and then dealing with issues and hybrid. And, and I know I was happy to not be the um, unpaid principal of Hirschman Homeschool Academy. <laughs> <laughs> the mind just went back last week. And so I know all the teachers are so happy to have kids, the ones that are able to have kids back and, and we are thankful. So I think we all learned a lot and we're probably better for it, but we don't need to learn any more about yeah, this. We're good. We're good. We don't need to have any more pandemic. <laughs> so I thank you all. So great. Again, thanks, Brian, for being on. And we I will look forward to episode three with you. I can't, we'll have you on like every fall or something. <laughs> when you write, because you'll be up to like 20 books by then, I'm sure. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks so much. And everybody have a great rest of your day.